Joel and his team doing the whole setup thing, Zach and his team making sure that everything is boxed and the customer service side, and then I don't know what I do. Corey plays Uke, but um, <laughs> Andrew won't we, admit it. There was a ton of work that went into just this. Uh, <laughs> a lot, right? No, I mean, within, <laughs> strangely <laughs> enough. The Today we have three different Blackbirds that we're going to be testing out. Uh, we have the brand new Farallon Tenor, the Concert uh, Ecoa Clara, and the BTU Carbon Fiber Tenor. So two tenors, one in carbon fiber and one in Ecoa, um, and then a Concert in Ecoa, which is you know, the three models that Blackbird is offering. So we're going to try all three of them. You know, it's a question that we get quite a bit, um, asking our opinion on the sound differences and that sort of thing. The Farallon's brand new, so, you know, we're, we're just seeing it and hearing it for the first time. I mean, we did hear and sample and show the prototype of it, but it's a little bit different, don't you think, Zach? Definitely is different for the better. So we're going to do that, uh, but first we just kind of go around and we talk about uh, what's up, kind of start off the week with what's been going on. So all right, let's start with Joel. I just got back from a vacation. You did? Oh, Stay yeah, vacation. you did. <laughs> <laughs> I left on Thursday and then we went, just went and stayed at a hotel in town for several days. But right. It's nice. Went on like a catamaran thing. Where? In, um, we stayed at the Ilakai, so it's like right at the beginning yeah. of mm-hmm. Waikiki, but um. Did that one day. We booked a karaoke room one night. Ah. <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you choose? Oh, I had uh, Beastie Boys, Limp Biscuit, <laughs> TL- Limp Biscuit. T- TL- TLC. Oh, With arms wide open. No. no. Don't, don't go chasing waterfalls. Mm-mm. No scrubs. No scrubs. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> when I, okay, well, just real quick. When I was a kid, that song was huge. You know, my cousins listened to it, but I didn't know it was Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. I thought it was Don't Go Jason Waterfalls, and the song was about a dude named Jason. Mm. Don't Go Jason. Changed the whole song for me when I like, found that so out. So what, his last name is Waterfalls? Yeah, Don't Go Jason Water. Like, Don't Go Jason. Wait, wait, his last name is Waterfalls? Yeah. Jason Waterfalls. When you're a kid, anything's possible. Yeah. That's why the Power Rangers existed. A lot of Power Rangers. It's like 12 incarnations of it. But isn't the next line yeah. something about rivers and... Don't go chasing waterfalls. Listen to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. Uh, so, yeah. I did. You know what's going so to happen or nothing guy... at all? All right, all right. Don't move okay. too fast. So what What? What else did you do? Um, Gardening. Ate a lot. Ate a lot. And What's a, what's a good place for uh, listeners to eat in Waikiki when they come? I'm not the person to ask that. Oh. Well, you went to Cheesecake Factory yesterday. Uh, we had... We had like $100 worth of gift cards from the time we were married because we never go to Cheesecake Factory. It's the first time I've been in there since I was a freshman. Is it just that one at, in, in Waikiki? Or yeah, it, and there's oh, always oh, yeah, 500 yeah. people yeah. on there. It's like a bunch of flies we, buzzing We went it. there together and we ordered. And then before we got any food at all, my son stuck his finger down his throat and threw up all over the table. And then we left. That's awesome. <laughs> but I, I went there uh, one time... One other time with with Chuck Moore when he came for the ukulele festival, and that was pretty good. Yeah, good food. Okay. That's the yeah, first time I had okay. asparagus. Really? Mm-hmm. Never had asparagus. 
Yeah, well, it's loser. good, right? That's not bad at all. I was fine wow, with it. I can't believe you never had a I can blow your mind with, with my that's food. How, that's, how, me? There's so many that's how close-minded he is about Didn't food. Didn't have mustard till I was 16. So if you're, if you're grilling out, one really good thing is like you take asparagus, you put it on the grill, and you put like some pepper and salt, and then you put some Parmesan on top. And butter. No, no, no. Nah, I don't know about butter. And butter. And it, it's awesome on the grill. I bet. I know, yeah. I bet. I'm going to get heavy into <laughs> it now. That butter. was awesome. Heavy into asparagus. This isn't about asparagus Sorry. either. Yo, so, why are your dogs over at my house right now? It's because uh, we had to fix a door. And uh, so your dogs, just these dogs open? get crazy when strangers come. So it's going to be someone that they don't know of trying to fix the door while we're at work. So it's like we don't want them freaking out. Your dogs look like they they would yeah, take they, an ankle out. It's got a terrier. They have like that. You know, they follow after their leaders. Alpha? <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> yes, my girlfriend, Ashley. Ashley must be awesome. She's wild and crazy, and so are these dogs. I remember you telling us last week how you make a woman happy all the time. So. All the time. You know how, like, you're walking dogs, or not, I'm sorry, you're not walking dogs. You see people walking dogs, and then you see the dog look an awful lot like... The dude walking it or the chick walking it like there's a lot of similarities whether it's the way they walk or the attitude they walk mm. in mm. you know if it's a short uh short stocky dude it's like this little boy dog that's like has his chest out walking out too this was something. thoroughly covered in 101 dalmatians in the Maybe. cartoon I mean, mm-hmm. Cru- Cruella Deville cartoon. You know, like the whole first section of that movie, they show a bunch of different dogs walking on the street. Mm. And look like the oh dog. yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm. Maybe that's where I thought of that. It was an original idea. No. Yeah. no, but it was similar as far as I saw someone the other day look just like the dog. It was amazing. Do I look like my dog? No. Well, your uh, dog's a girl, first of all, so maybe. What kind of dog do you have, Joel? It's like a Shih Tzu Chihuahua. Yeah, you. It's a like shit girl. Six pounds. <laughs> Our dog, our dog had to go to the doctor today. Got weighed at fifty pounds. Oh yeah, that is a lean fifty. Molly is tough. She's dense, dude. She is tough. Like yeah. what, what? What's her breed again? Australian Shepherd. So those are the ones that herd. Yeah. Things because yeah, she's every time she'll just run up tough. to you with that, like she'll give that hip thrust. That's like a swing, like pop. Oh, oh. yeah, she's yeah, it's like the... Yeah, exactly. We took her to the uh, dog park and she can hang. Rottweilers, pit bulls. She she ain't afraid of nothing. She yeah, can handle. They gotta run around like through horses and cattle and everything. Oh, just yeah. instinctively, those things are well. And anytime, too. anytime a dog nips at her or goes at her, she just like swings her body around like she's like <laughs> it's just like a wrecking ball. If there was an MMA, MMA for dogs, yeah, she knows how to use she'd that be weight. She be sure. judo. If she's like a hundred pounds, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> so so what? Uh, how's your week been? It's good, man. Um, we got a new, oh, my good friend Dennis is working with us now, boxing, helping Training out. Training him. Yeah. It's good having uh, another guy on board to our team. You can always use more guys. So if you have a box that comes in that's, you have something to complain about, let us know. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying let us know. I mean, if there is a complaint, blast. then there's a complaint yeah, about, yeah, a, yeah. about a box. But uh, I sure, no complaints about my boxes. From what I saw, his um, his boxes were well padded and packed they just didn't have your perfect you know non-crease tape yeah that comes with years of taping <laughs> honestly it does yeah. it's kind of weird saying that i couldn't like, do it you might be really into um if you ever want to change 
careers? You do drywall taping? No thanks. You'd be really, <laughs> you get really into it. I like I like packing up Christmas every sucks. every day. Hmm? Packing up like Christmas morning for somebody somewhere. It's yeah, like, it's like it's a good like you know like I'm packing yeah, it. Doing drywall. Like ah, yeah. oh, this person's gonna be so stoked when they open this up. And it's gonna even look pretty with like packing paper that's all like ready. That's not the, the feeling open. you get from drywall. No, yeah, that's why <laughs> Don't I said do I'd it. rather do that. All right, well, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> trying to think, wrap this up with my uh, week. I, I don't, oh, I got kitties. Two, two yeah. kitties. We went out to eat at Zippy's. Do that one more time, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are always going at each other. <laughs> Self-conscious. We went to eat at Zippy's down the road there, and then next Pet stop. Smart's right next to it. So. Uh, no way, it was random? It was so random. I walked in there. Well, Zephyr wasn't eating that morning or for some reason. And he wanted to go to the pet store, which was just a walk across the street. And so uh, he was all into these two brother and sister kitties. And then um, when Jen and Ami came, we just kind of talked about it for a second. We're like, they were just so cute. And they were real friendly, too. Yeah, they were. They oh, came man, right up to me, smelled awesome. my feet. That's the, yeah, the friendliest pair of cats that weren't skittish at all yeah they're they're so cool and they just like hang out well you know it's amazing how dexterous is that how you say dexterous that? dexterous really okay dexterish like is serial killer i think it might be said, dexterous most cats it's are dexterish man they get away dexterish wow yeah. we have like four different versions of the word mm. well obviously we're not me. uh you know experts in phonetics or anything but um they are just little kitties and they can get almost anywhere in the house at this point. Yeah, I saw the towels in front of the door. Them. I mean, they've gotten up into our kitchen cupboards and <laughs> all, you know, anywhere. But um, they're so cute and friendly. Can I climb in a guitar? But I don't know. I mean, Let Molly, me know if you get Molly's super friendly and loves them a lot, but I think something has been, I mean, she's just kind of stressed out about it because like they're kind of standoffish towards her naturally. And, um, you know, it'd be kind of weird if they weren't at least right off the bat, but she's just got such a big heart. She just wants to like play with them and she's been kind of stressed out. So it's caused a lot of diarrhea. So the last like three days has been like, I know how she feels. No, you don't know how I feel, man. It's, it's, I mean, it's stressing me out. I think I got diarrhea from it. Anyways, let's go in. Hey, did one of you guys do like a, you know, how last week I did the um, on the internet, something that we noticed. You guys want to do that this week? Did one of you guys do? We were going to take... Okay. The same one. So Joel's oh, going to huh. share something from the internet he finds interesting. I just found this one out today. I thought it was interesting. What is that? It's not ukulele related, but it was. Uh, I think it was in Wired Magazine or something. Um, you're just talking about, like, for a long time, everyone was getting into, like, coding is going to be, like, the new career path in the future, like, website coding mm -hmm. or just for programming or whatever. But they're saying that because when you write a code, you, you write it and you give the command prompts and everything for the program or the computer or anything. But the way that they're, that it's going now is it's almost like assisted learning. Like instead of telling the computer like, okay, if it has, if its eyes look like this, it has whiskers, it has fur, a tail, it's a cat. Instead, they'll just bombard it with thousands of pictures of cats and eventually the program or the computer will learn what a cat is by recognition. So instead of writing code, it's like teaching the computer to learn on its own. So they're 
saying it's just kind of totally changing what they thought it was going to be. So shifting away from writing program to program a computer yourself, but there's like a significant amount of like intelligence a computer has to kind of teach itself based on just giving it all of this information as a reference and then it learns. Is this like a study in AI? Like, I mean, they've got trying to... a bunch of stuff in AI going on and everything, but this is just more like the difference between how they thought computers were going to develop and like our relationship with them and programming them to what is becoming and it's yeah shifting more towards but ai those, and recognition and image recognition and everything and filtering through all that information to but, get it but it's still technically code since it's a i mean it's the image that something that gets broken yeah i mean there's code and everything or, in there but right. like um instead of getting super specific and saying like if this happens and this happens and this happens then you get this it's I mean, I'm not, I don't yeah, yeah, understand yeah. it nearly as much, but that's because my brother-in-law got into coding and so doing like programming apps and writing those and stuff. And he was showing me how it works, setting up the command prompts and the different equations and everything. So if this happens and this happens, then the next step that the program will do is this. But the way it's kind of going through like facial recognition and everything, there's even like a thing in, I think it was Russia, where you can take a picture of someone, put it in, and it will filter through social media and give you people that look like that so that's that's more than just i mean that's within all of the different uh you know fbi type of yeah technologies and all that it was kind of geared towards like say you want like in a sketchy kind of way like say you want to find someone who looks like a celebrity you like so you punch them in there and then you find 10 people on facebook so then you can start to creep on them and then find develop or like you see someone on the street snap a picture of them and then find them on facebook organically you're like in a sketchy way like so Uh, like you have this filter in your head you think sketchy oh no it is it is sketchy (laughs) it's super sketchy if somebody's got you know obsessed with like jennifer aniston or something and they're trying to look for somebody with similar features there's 13 just, similar jennifer aniston near you yeah i know it's like that's, that's like strong. okay so let's just work our way down from the closest to the least closest to who's willing to deal with how sketchy of a person i am there you go then you got your own personal jennifer aniston and you can try and never tell them how you found them yeah you know, i don't even understand the first thing about that stuff the only thing i know about coding is like basically laying out websites css and stuff like that but you're talking about coding like what makes like video games and all kinds of like yeah or even apps like if you push this button there's a sequence of code that happens behind the scenes it's the way that like my brother-in-law showed me it's almost it reminded me of like a choose your own adventure book so it's like it's like you have this option and this option when you pick this one then it gives you the prompts for this section of it and it kind of that's how you maneuver have you guys watched silicon valley at all it's one of the hbo series but it's basically on that but it's amazing too because it kind of shines a light on that whole you know area of technology and business and how it's taking over uh i mean that's where the big money is now and that's why san francisco and the greater area around that silicon valley is like uh the richest place in the world right now that's a trip you know that's what's making overnight millionaires at this point everything is a like all the entrepreneurs are startups now yeah it's like a tech startup or an app startup or something mm-hmm. and it's all based around that no one wants to learn a trade anymore well you know? it is a trade i mean you got to be smart no, and stuff a trade is when your hands bleed, i mean man. some of it is just stupid like some of the apps that just like you know are just dumb Flappy what we really bird. need is more people hanging drywall 
I'm the new lobbyist for drywall. Oh, there's plenty of drywall. You're always going to need drywall. You're going to need the building that they do the startups in. All right, so that kind of takes us into uh, the meat of what we're talking about this week, which is the Blackbirds. So tell me, what do you guys think? We were just uh, tuning up and trying the new Farallon along with the... I love the Farallon. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. Stop taking my words. (laughs) What's another way to say that? Um, there's a lot of That's how I aloha. Feel. Aloha. A lot of mana. Mana. The mana is strong. It's strong is. with the f- that movie Farallon. Aloha. What does Farallon mean? Um, Farallon's like an island uh, kind of off of the coast of uh, California there near San Francisco that I think it's it's kind of like the paradise of the, that uh, northern California I didn't coast know there. there. I just only assumed like Catalina was the only island off of it. I didn't know they had anything else. Yeah. Is it like inhabitable or is it just like a? That. No, I'm gonna look it, it up. Just keep talking. All right, Google that. Yeah, but it sounds good. I mean, compared to the uh, b- the BT, the Blackbird Tenor, it's a little bit brighter, mm. uh, a little more for sure uh, clarity out of yeah. each note. Note to note clarity. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, something I would recommend for that. A little uh, bit more volume. Um, I get yeah, maybe more throw. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it, would, uh, it seems like it would cut through better in like an acoustic jam or. Um, it's cool because I thought it could be kind of similar to Koa as far as tone, tonal range. Right. You know, so it's not like it's... What'd you find out there, Joel? Um, aside from the restaurant and the investment company. I know, I saw the restaurant. I was like, <laughs> hey, that's a restaurant near you. The, uh, <laughs> you guys were eating there at dinner and you needed like, to come up with a name. This sounds like a dope <laughs> name. It's uh, Farallon Islands or, I don't know if it's Farallones or Farallones. Um, meaning Spanish meaning pillar or sea cliff it's outside of it's like 30 miles outside of the Golden Gate Bridge it's right. like a wildlife preserve outside of San Francisco sweet like researchers live there and stuff nice looks cool it's okay. kind of like a coconut island yeah apparently it's just kind of a beautiful secluded island with a lot of wildlife and just a bunch of birds and that, that is where this uh, instrument was born no um, close Sound. to it so, uh, Joel, what's your thoughts on uh, the new Farallon versus the carbon fiber? I really like it. I mean, it's um, it's definitely, you can feel like it's heavier and everything, but it's still balanced. Is like, it, it's not neck heavy or body heavy. You guys think it it's heavier like it. weight-wise? Let me see. Maybe you got it stuck in my head. Yeah. It's, I, A little bit heavier. I'm definitely. I'm gonna, yeah, definitely. Wait, the Farallon? Is yeah. Then the, the neck, I mean, yeah, I think a lot of it might come from the neck too, but... It's still got the chambered neck. Just feels... Which has been um, mm. part of Blackbird's design all along. And and uh, Joe kind of like came to that from the dulcimer, which has a hollowed neck. And so his goal initially was to create an instrument that kind of had a sound chamber through the entire thing based on that idea, you know? So that's kind of unique to their instruments, their guitars too, and everything. Yeah, it is. No, yeah, it's cool. It's like it definitely. I feel like um, like compared to the carbon fiber one, there's a little more. Uh, like we're saying, like a, not like the other one. The Blackbird seems it's really it's like crisp and concise, and it has a lot of sustain and everything to it. This just feels like a little. Well, what, more. what you just said, the Blackbird. You I'm mean sorry. the BTU, the carbon fiber? <laughs> there, before yeah. there was only one tenor. I know right. The BTU, the carbon fiber one. It's really, it has a lot of sustain to it. It's projects a lot and has a real nice warm sound to it. But the Farallon has, it 
feels like it has a little cuts through a little bit more like you can hear the treble notes a little more distinctly and it has a little more of like a natural kind of sound to it mm. a little bit more definition yeah a little bit more wood like tonality to it i don't think it's like a placebo thing where i just think it sounds more natural because it looks nah. like wood but it, nah. I fe- I mean, it feels can, real like i know. can yeah so we're gonna have Corey come by a little bit later too so it's uh well you know and, and you guys can just listen to the differences i mean we just do raw sound samples that should you know if you listen with good quality playback should give a good idea of the tone you know versus it's kind of hard to determine like gain levels or actual volume on an instrument from one to the other there's a certain level of compression that happens with recording but when you we are doing these a b tests it's under the exact same circumstances with the you know the levels at the exact same mic positions at the exact same got a player playing the same uh tune with uh everything set the same and it should be a pretty good comparison one to the next on the overall voicing or the coloring that you hear you know at least in in front of an instrument when you're holding an instrument you're playing it you know it can be a little bit slightly different um because it's it's like your ears are not going to be a foot or two in front of it hearing what's going on but i think even like the you get a different sound from it because like the sound hole even because like these you got the sound hole placed up here and like the, the board and everything is a little bit different right okay. even the way it projects yeah, out so you're gonna pick that. it up differently one thing it. with the carbon fiber one is they've always had this um totally different shape to them and sound hole design to them the Farallon is like a regular acoustic tenor i mean you've got the figure eight it'll fit inside a a Wahoo case or whatever hard shell case pretty much I tried it in a few different ones and it fits perfectly mm-hmm. um, and you've got the regular round sound hole right in the middle there uh, one thing I can say towards the carbon fiber is I still think I still think it's kind of a tougher material yeah uh, long term I, I I don't foresee problems happening with the ECOA stuff you know I mean it, it's made with resins and stuff that are going to be impervious to a lot of the environmental changes and even you know hot and cold and all like that but well maybe it's just like a an extreme would have to probably yeah be applied to this to actually i mean joe was telling me he feels like i mean he was telling me i don't know i you know i feel like maybe it could have been a little bit overkill with the new design because versus uh, the clara is is like a single layer this is a double layer double top and also has a carbon fiber bridge plate underneath. So he kind of took all kinds of precautions to make sure that it was like super strong and gonna, you know, be really lasting through different changes in environment and that sort of thing. So he's definitely erred on the side of precaution and um, long-term stability. And yet with that said, I, you know, I told him no ways, like I, I don't think you did because it's loud, it, it's clear, it's vibrant, and you know, it's it's just amazing sounding. So if you made it stronger than you thought you needed to, just do that because like, you know, 10, 20 years from now, you want them to be yeah, holding up just the same. Though. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you really want to walk the line when you're already like louder than almost any. Yeah, because like the danger with like, I mean, if you went too thick or over braced it or something, like you lose some tone. But if it already sounds like that, you don't. got tone. Yeah, exactly. 
So if anything, it does feel a little heavier though, right? But it doesn't like it's not like too heavy at all or anything. But it feels like super solid, like that. Like legit. Like what? Like on par with like a Pono or? Yeah, I think so. Maybe yeah. like lighter, not. Lighter yeah, not though. quite as much as a Pono. Like. But a little bit more than maybe a Kamaka yeah. or. Mm. I think I'm on... mostly feeling it in the in the neck. I guess like I'm you think holding to get something yeah, else. But I mean, yeah, we, like a Kamaka we, we didn't maybe. Do, we didn't do weights, but I would say it would be probably closer to a Kamaka, not like uh, you know, say as light as you know, like a Pepe Romero or something. Or, like, like a Romero or a Koloha or something is yeah. super light. But it, it only, it feels that way compared to how light these usually are. But like for a normal instrument, it, it's normal mm. weight and everything. Like I get a warmth out of the carbon fiber and it has its own sound and it's nice. But there's something about, you know, beyond in, anything that has to do with frequency range, that has to do with note clarity, you know, you uh, strum a chord and you kind of hear each note individually more versus like maybe slightly muddier type of tone and you get maybe a touch better sustain I mean there's a lot of other factors that go into like what it is that it's pleasing your ear yeah there's probably a way to do it like scientifically but it just takes the whole artistic perspective out of it. Know, like, you yeah. could, like you could get the <laughs> oh, say like this exact frequency is this note and measure it and see how much sustain there is at that frequency that and not so much of the other on either side of it and yeah. see what cuts through but then you just take away the whole like it's a, it's, an, it's music did you guys listen to um the recording we did last week with Calais or i yeah. did after yeah. because it was kind of interesting because in the end like the one out of the four that he chose was the redwood rosewood mm -hmm. and um and you guys were like all about the spruce you know and so it's like if you try to like make some sort of like judgment on it it's just like yeah, you were you saying can. you know it, it's just a subjective thing that you know is no a, but you can make a judgment based can, on the type of wood it has i mean well you can make it well, you can make a judgment you yeah. can but you can also make a the guess. problem is talking about it is just not i don't know if it's right. relaying anything that, that useful to a customer because when you say like like last week you were like oh the redwood seems like it's kind of masking the note clarity like Kalei says the exact opposite he's like i feel like with this redwood i can actually like play all the things that i want to and it's going to come out clear and it's like okay well then who do you listen to you know yeah but it's dependent on what you're playing so it's like that's why like corey said the spruce he's saying the same thing so it's like dependent on what you're playing and what you're going for that's why ideal a musician would like have like five different instruments and try out every single song he knows go according to which one fits the best i think you, you might hear some things clear that's on redwood rather than spruce Depending it's also on knowing how you play. like what you're gonna play and how you play it too. Like I think someone who knows what they're going yeah. for, you, like yeah. you know the tool that you need to accomplish. What but you here's do. the thing, and he chose like, a cedar, uh, kamaka as well. So he like you know if uh, uh, the right, other well, right, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. But I mean the thing is, a lot of it has to do with technique. Now Calais has a very like clean technique, very clean. Yeah. So it's like for him, he'll draw out clarity even in ones that don't necessarily excel in that. Yeah. Whereas like maybe some of us, you know, need want it more, more need yeah. a clarity boost. And that's why it, that might be why it sounds, it's also like, like uh, with some people, like how they mix like CDs and stuff, that they make it a lot louder than it would be with other things, right? Cause there's a certain thing people register with. If something's louder, they take the same, the same exact song. One was mixed a little bit louder and like compressed more and everything. And that's the one people would say sounds better even though yeah you know there's 
Yeah, I mean, I could make our sound samples all but, sound way better. But it's not <laughs> like, like what is well, what, what is, is better, better too? Yeah. yeah, you know. But I I do I do get, I almost I'm hesitant like when people ask for a description of what something sounds like or which one's better because for one thing it's my opinion and also trying to find the words to describe it and also is that going to yeah. influence how they would hear it if they had just played it and not listened to what yeah. I say at all because better is subjective what sounds good is subjective how you're going to use it what you want it to sound like all that stuff it's you know it's a shame that people listen to other people you know it's not there's not a hard and fast answer to something that's a matter of opinion right so with that in mind you know we're just talking here yeah so hopefully you guys are um <laughs> enjoying the discussion as we lead up to uh sound sample comparisons but we were talking about some of the differences between the two tenors we have yet to discuss the differences between the concert ECOA, the Clara, and the new Farallon. One of my first impressions would be that one's a concert and one's a tenor. So, I mean, you have a different scale length, which leads to a, a different um, tension, and it, you do get uh, more clarity and projection as you go to a longer scale and bigger body, a little bit bigger body. And um, I think the Fairlawn sounds a little bit bigger and crisper, maybe. Uh, although it seems like you, you almost get that bass out of that concert. You, you I, I almost bass. hear more bass out of it because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, to me, I do. Because yeah. it's not like you sacrifice like volume or like space in it at all. I think it has a ton of bass in it. But this one does have a little more projection and clarity, I think, because it, it's more taut. It's, yeah. I think like the body shape and the sound hole too plays a big part in that. Um, what's your thoughts, Zach? I think uh, if if I'm just cruising, maybe less thought into it or some, for me like uh, just something in my hands, I'd rather have the Clara, kind of just not playing too hard or getting too into it. But then if I pick up the Farallon, I just feel like it's it's time to play for real or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it gets me in the mood to. To a little bit more inspired, but the Clara, I feel more chill, chilled out a little bit. Yeah. I think it's because of the less tension, and I think that's basically yeah. it. When I have less tension, I, I feel like I need to do less work. How many frets to body is the Clara? It's twelve, right? Yeah, twelve versus the four, fourteen with the Farallon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you get a couple more frets before the body joint there, and it seems quite easy to get up to the highest frets on it. It is. It's pretty. It's pretty easy. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you just get a little bit more clarity. Is is kind of mostly what I would say. So the Farallon is kind of getting into the upper echelon of uh, echelon. Ukuleles. Yeah. I don't know that word. Echelon. Echelon. So I guess like you know a a discussion could be had on this going with like this versus. You know, other ukes that are creeping towards the two grand range. Somebody's uh, trying to make the the call between a Blackbird and say like one of the more deluxe model Kanileas or Kamakas, maybe an entry level Koalau, um some of the customer stuff like uh, Little River or Kennard. And I mean, they start around two grand. You know, you might be a little bit above that with some of those, but um, what, what would your what would your thoughts be if you're trying to decide between the two? That uh, they should at f 
first of all, listen to, you know, a couple of sound samples. Listen, listen to what we, there is online because it's still different. I mean, usually depends on if uh, someone's, this is their second or third instrument maybe, or maybe even first. And, you know, someone wants to just buy it that price, you know, use that that's capable within their price range. It, it's just different. That's why I, mean, I just hate comparing it to most other ukuleles because it's it's just not that you know it's different totally, sound different yeah it's load, a totally though, different yeah. construction we're calling it the same instrument because it's still tuned up exactly the same but it's 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 a it's a thing of its own and it's awesome but it's just like uh i think every person might be different but depending on the customer i, I would hope they would have a good background of kind of already what you know the difference between wood mm-hmm. and carbon fiber or equal just uh, first of all we try to explain that as best as we can, you know, because it's not like a regular ukulele. That's yeah, <laughs> I think there's there's like something to be said like that. It is different. Like if you have a bunch of other ukes, you, there is something different you're gonna get out of this because you can you can start collecting like you know a whole bunch of koa tenors and there's different things with each of them. But there's for, for me if I you know if I was if I already had a collection going or even you know if not. There's something to be said for the stability of it. They, I think you can like count on this being super consistent for a really long time, and it has very like specific qualities to it that I don't know. It's to, to me, it almost like it feels reassuring Namely, that it's, it's gonna travel friendly properties. Yeah, there's there's like less to worry about with People all of that. People can feel comfortable hanging a humidifier. It on their wall. What's that? Well, you know, <laughs> but, yeah, it's but, true. Even the fretboard isn't wood. I mean, it's there's nothing. I mean, see, you can get a laminate instrument to avoid having to worry about humidity, but you still got solid wood bracing inside of it that can sometimes crack or yeah. you know come loose. And you've also got a, a solid wood fretboard that will shrink faster than metal will shrink, so you'll notice your fret ends coming mm-hmm. a lot sharper. So, um, all those aspects are not going to really be a factor here. That's definitely an attractive quality. Yeah. Vintage tone, no worries. <laughs> that's, that's that's the slogan. Vintage what? tone, no worries. Yeah. It's just well, Oh, vintage tone? No worries. Vintage tone, no, no worries. worries. But no, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, true and that's a and that's the traveler's hey, dream. Yeah, but you, it would, you, just, you buy a, a nice vintage uke, small kind worry. Or even <laughs> <laughs> Super worry, especially <laughs> if you buy it vintage here and then take it somewhere else. Oh that yeah, just, that, yeah. That, that makes me so nervous. You get like, you score in some. Uh, there's there's a ton of people who come over and they like, go into pawn shops and stuff, and I just think about like you're gonna take this back to Illinois or something, and it's gonna be a nightmare. Cause yeah, so that uh, I mean, you know, that's a definite advantage. The sounds a little bit different. I mean, we could see her all day talking adjectives on tone, but um. Corey just walked in the room. Stop, you f- <laughs> Local people understand. Okay, so we have Corey here now, and um, he's going to try the three different models that Blackbird makes for ukulele. First, the Farallon tenor in the ECOA material, then the carbon fiber BTU tenor, and then the concert in ECOA, playing the same song. And um, you did get to try this. Um, new model from them. I mean, first the prototype, of course. Yeah. Do you hear differences in this as opposed to the prototype we were trying in San Francisco? This one sounds a little louder. I mean, a lot louder than the prototype. Um, 
but the same kind of tonal quality. Um, that's about it, yeah. The, the difference cool. between those two. Right on. So um, let's catch this uh, sound sample and then we'll go on to the next. That was the new Farallon Ecoa tenor, and now we're going to be listening to the one that we've been carrying for quite a few years now, the BTU Carbon Fiber Tenor. Thank you. 
<laughs> Both mine and Zach's dogs are going off right now. Okay, so yeah, let's okay. do the um, Clara. All right, so that was the carbon fiber tenor. And now the ECOA concert. Shut up, dogs. Didn't hear me? Okay, so that's the three different models of Blackbird. And um, for you guys that want to play What a Wonderful World, we do have a tutorial on our YouTube channel that uh, Aaron shows step-by-step -step how to do that. And um, go there and learn how to play it if you want to play it. But this talk is more about like the tonal differences. I'm just sitting here looking at the waveforms and... Just visually, I can see that both the Farallon, especially, and maybe to a slightly lesser degree, the Clara are just a little bit more dynamic in terms of um, the range of uh, waves that I'm seeing, uh, like almost peaking on the on the Farallon and Clara a, a little bit heavier. So maybe a little bit more control from the um, carbon fiber tenor there but um let's get your thoughts Corey just initially 
right off the bat? What what comes to mind when you're going to compare these three instruments from Blackbird? So between um, the biggest difference is uh, between the two different materials. I'd say um, the Equal definitely sounds a lot louder and projects a lot better than the um, carbon fiber model. Um, between the Equal. Uh, Farallon and Calera, um, no, I guess due to the body size, um, the Calera doesn't project as loud as the Farallon can. Um, that's about it. The uh, carbon fiber is a little bit, a uh, little bit warmer sounding overall too. So, Joel. Yeah, I noticed a bigger difference between the Eco and the carbon fiber. I, I still think like the body shape and the sound hole placement makes a big difference because the Calera. I mean, I hear it, it sounds like it kind of blends in with itself a little bit more, but you get more clarity out of the Farallon. Mm. And even like on the, the carbon fiber as well, even though it's, it has a similar body shape and sound hole placement and everything, I think the material and like just from the longer scale length and everything, it's more taut and you get better projection and some clarity out of it. But the Clara definitely has like a big presence and everything too there's a lot of like Pretty similarities and yeah like you get a, still a lot of bass and a lot of mids and stuff right. out of it but yeah, i think it shines a lot more like a playing up the neck on the two tenors you get some you know more sustain out of the higher notes and more treble yeah i, w- I would say i heard that too like a, a lot more note clarity out of the new Farallon, but with a similar voicing as the clara already is giving yeah there's something about that material and and the way they're doing it, I mean, they're they're using carbon fiber bracing, and there's just um, well, this something is like due to like the tenor scale too, right? Right. So you've got a two inch longer water, scale, yeah. so you're gonna have a, a brighter projection, um, you know. And there's you get 14 fret to body, you get a little bit more range. Um, so the the Clara is gonna be have some advantages in portability size and uh and, and it has a nice warm tone to it you know and the relaxed tension is going to be a little bit easier on the fingers although i gotta say they're all kind of easy to play yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. zach yeah i mean i think i think now i like the the farallon the the best out of the bunch as far as the blackbird catalog um i still feel like each one will serve its own little niche for a type of tone because that's every every single instrument will serve a certain niche or not you know whatever whatever gets your rocks off you know that one joel i know that one all right it's making sure Mm -hmm. um but um yeah definitely i I think the the extra clarity we get from this equal tenor is you know more than the concert clara which previously was the you know maybe my favorite tone and then it goes to the Farallon so I guess the Blackbird just a BTU it's kind of like I feel like that's my like rainy day uke or something like that <laughs> it's kind of I don't want it to be bright I want dark it to be kind of dark gloomy um, but then with the RMC pickup it adds a whole new element too to the black the uh, BTU that mm-hmm. I think is like oh does it have that pickup so that one is just all acoustic but yeah, yeah. that RMC oh, yeah. RMC yeah, sounds yeah. awesome yeah so, so for like yeah, recording or plugging in or something. I think that's, yeah, like you said, it all has its own purpose where it would serve that best and given a situation like playing style and everything or what you're going for. Right. 
one's not necessarily better than the other, but they all shine in a certain way. Like I thought I could see you, like it looked easier playing the Claro, just maybe because it's smaller or, um, you know, you, you didn't, you didn't put as much effort in it, which gave it its own tone. But I oh, think yeah. you got a little bit more to work with dynamically between the two tenors, or maybe the equal yeah, tenor. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just the Clara just seems like you were just kicking back, relaxing more That's so kinda than other. Like, what if? Um, I mean, I think anybody once you pick it up, you get that feeling. It's not like the body size. The whole thing is resonating. Yeah. Yeah. Like right when you strum one chord, like. You can feel that, like the, the it has that, like like you said, present. Yeah, like, it it feels. I think too. I don't know if sometimes I don't I don't think it's just in my head, like the body shape and everything. But it does have it feels yeah, round yeah, yeah. to it. Like you feel kind of like it's like a snuggie, and yeah. that's more like a windbreaker. <laughs> I'm stupid, <laughs> but no, like it it yeah it feels like it it kind of surrounds you a little bit more and has like a just a warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Body feeling. Yeah, if I could, I, if I could throw an adjective into the mix, it would be um, liveliness mm-hmm. towards yeah, the sure. the Farallon. The Farallon to me is like would take the cake in terms of just a vibrant. Like it had a couple more coffees in the morning than the uh, <laughs> the Clara, you know. Just right. like, hey guys, I'm here to yeah. I'm here to yeah. sound good. The like, Clara's kind of like I'm, dude. I'm chilling. I'm chilling right here, man. Yeah. Yeah. The Farallon had a Red Bull and Blackbird had a beer. What would the carbon fiber be? Carbon fiber smoked a joint. Mm. Oh, that's why I wanted to play that one, I guess, huh? Hey, but you're right. You know what? I mean, as far as through an amp that um, Blackbird th- that we've had over the years with the RMC pickup, I, it's hard to beat. Like that very little is- string noise and just that nice big fat tone that but you know like you real- can. Like, get no clarity real. out of it and everything too. Yeah, it sounded it's not, yeah, sounds artificial real. or like. Yeah, yeah. Like you but once you're going through an amplifier or PA or something, it's a whole different story. So, um, there's a lot to be said about the carbon fiber uh, going through a, a amp or PA with that RMC pickup. With the MySci, I mean, to me, it kind of sounds like any good tenor with a MySci. But um. But yeah, acoustic is what we're listening to today and kind of comparing the differences. So, you know, we're going to get the question quite a bit. We already kind of do, but even more so now that the Farallon's out as far as comparing these different models. And so this hopefully will help because there's there's only so much help we can give in terms of trying to find adjectives and ways of explaining what we hear when we play. But uh, take a listen. For yourself you know and i mean that's another data point for you guys to compare with and one thing i can say is all three of them play easy sound nice and um we really like those guys over in san francisco i think they're doing really cool things with alternative materials um a lot of the old growth rainforests are dwindling and even gone so uh you know it's time to look outside of the box and that's what they're doing and they're making a good product something that a musician can use and and appreciate and not also not have to worry as much about in terms of uh protection with environmental hazards that any wood instrument will encounter you know no worries yeah no worries these curries 
vintage tone. No worries. So I don't remember the last part. What was it? It's uh, no worries. Oh, vintage so tone. No worry. Vintage tone. No worries. Just people saying how much they love the website and love the, <laughs> love the web- <laughs> second puberty. They love the website and the videos and the content and the layout and everything. So it's yeah. like it is a huge thing. It's one giant package <laughs> that Thank I you box guys. up. <laughs> Double package. All right. See you guys next time. Aloha.